the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome to No Butts About It, where we talk about football. I'm your host, Josh Butts, sitting here in my bedroom in Indiana. And I'm here with Chuss, who, as always, is in his basement in Pittsburgh, or just yes. outside of Pittsburgh, somewhere yeah. in the general Pittsburgh area. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I was actually talking to a, an Eagles fan who listened to the show, and he said that you need to make the full transition over to Eagles fan. Did he really? Yes. He said you are welcomed in their community uh, now. Well, you know what? I, I really honestly appreciate that. You know, I um, in my last two years, um, I have seen uh, two Eagles games. I mean, granted, they were preseason games, but I did get the opportunity to go see both of them and um, do like what the Eagles are saying. So um, or uh, more or less what they're doing. So, you know what? I, I can. uh. I can be an Eagles fan by heart, especially through playoffs. And I did ask for a Gardner Minshew jersey for my uh, for a Christmas present. So we'll see if I uh, get this Gardner Minshew Eagles jersey or not. If I don't, well, I'm probably just going to buy it on my own because I'm a big Minshew guy. Although his beard and the look that he's going with right now, don't know if I'm necessarily a fan of yeah, it. That, um, that NFL Network interview he had today, they were interviewing about the passing of uh, the Mississippi, Mississippi State head coach, I think it was. Yeah, um, Leach and yes. So and with that, um, you know, I always look at Gardner Minshew as like the the mustache, like the the mustache and the handlebar. Um, so it's weird for me to see him with a beard. Um, I kind of like the mustache because it was Minshew mania and everybody was going with the stashes over the last couple of months just for random reasons. I felt like a lot of people had a lot of mustaches last month. And it just kind of was like, dang, I don't feel alone with the the Gardner Minshew stash. But I've since shaved, but um. Yeah, big, big Minshew guy, but not just for his mustache, but I was also a big fan of him in Jacksonville. It's kind of nice to follow him over. And then also have a fan or a really close friend of mine also being an Eagles fan, uh, kind of supporting, hoping that they win if the Steelers don't. So kind of an Eagles fan by heart. Well, um, I, I hope you all the best in trying to find your team. See if Steelers fans can win you back, but hey, they they're, never they're... lost me. They never lost me. Don't you have a, your second favorite team is the Indianapolis Colts? Yeah, because I grew up in Indian. I have a I have my Andrew Luck comeback against the Chiefs newspaper hanging in my room. The score was 40, 45 to forty four. Andrew Luck is leaping over the defensive line of the Chiefs because that was an awesome touchdown. Right next. To my Cincinnati Bengals pennant. I never wavered on either team. 
I, so, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not wavering as a Steelers fan. I mean, the fans make me mad, and I think some of the play calling they call on offense is really bad. And I think our quarterback situation without Kenny Pickett might be really rough if you have Mitchell Trubisky starting. I mean, I trust Mason Rudolph more than I trust Mitch right now, but um, but I don't think necessarily. I mean, like I said, I grew up in Pittsburgh. You know, I grew up around the suburbs, so I don't think it'll ever change my perspective. Um, my other friend just kind of grew up an Eagles fan, so he didn't really like the Steelers. And then they won a Super Bowl, and it just kind of like made everything better for him. But listen, there is nothing wrong with supporting multiple teams. Okay. I mean, <laughs> am I wrong? That's, I mean, like, you brought up you brought up Kenny Pickett. So let let's talk about not really Kenny Pickett, but something similar to Kenny Pickett. Um, that is the 2021 rookie class of quarterbacks. Okay. 2022. What year? You 2022. What? Year, that's the year this is. Yes. Yeah. 2022. I'm tired. Yeah. And you just woke, Josh, is, just woke up from a nap. Josh did just wake up from a nap. Chuss actually did call me and be like, yo, are we recording today? And I said, yes. Why? He said, cause like you didn't text me. I was like, cause yeah. I was sleeping. Yeah, he's, um, big, he's a big he, nap guy. It was, it was a good nap. Anyway, uh, we've got Brock Purdy, who killed it up on Thursday Night Football. Uh, he went 11 for 11 in his first 11 passes. His 12th pass was an incompletion. But that is the furthest any rookie has gotten this season. And this is also the first time since like 1950 that a quarterback has had some like ridiculously high passer rating. I forget what the number is. Basically since 1950, Aaron Rodgers and Brock Purdy are the only two guys to do it. So mm. he's in good company. And now I'm hearing some talk, you know, some, uh, some people on the talking faces of ESPN, uh, NFL network, wherever. And they're saying, Will Brock Purdy be the starter? I per- I mean, if you go back and look at the old episodes, I've never been a big Trey Lance guy. That's not the guy I'm really worried about. Boy, Jimmy G, though, I've kind of been like, hey, uh, maybe we should give this guy another shot. He got you to a Super Bowl. He broke his foot. Trey Lance hurt his leg or broke his foot. Um, Brock Purdy's been playing phenomenal. They locked up the NFC West last night. Of those three quarterbacks based on what you've seen from them, Trey Lance, we haven't seen a lot of. Who do you start? Um, well, first and foremost, I mean, it's a Thursday night game. So um, do we know, I, I know you probably wouldn't know right off the top of your head, but do you know or have an idea of like when Jimmy G is supposed to return? Is he supposed to return like next week? Is he done for the season? Like, do you, do we have like a time frame on Jimmy G for this season? Oh, so originally they said that he was out for the season. Then mm-hmm. it became, well, if they make a playoff run, he might show up late in the playoffs. And then Kyle Shanahan said, even if that does happen, it's not super likely that it would happen. Mm-hmm. So this conversation is more so happening around next year because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a free agent. Okay. So do you sign Basically, what you're working with here is you've got Jimmy G, who's experienced, mm-hmm. and then you've got Trey Lance, who would be in his third year, and then yes. you've got Brock Purdy, who's going to be in his second year. 
So do you re-sign and pay Jimmy G however much money he wants, whatever, whatever he commands? Or do you lose your experienced quarterback in the locker room and go with your guy who started one or two games in Trey Lance and leave Brock Purdy as the backup or vice versa? Got to remember Trey Lance was a number three overall pick. Okay. Um, so, so the thing, it is tough, but I, I think depending on how well Brock Purdy does over the next couple of stretches of games, I mean, obviously, I mean, he did enough to win them the game. Um, they, they won 21-13. I mean, you know, close game, but you know what? San Francisco got it done. Brock Purdy got it done. You know, he, he did really well, I think. Um, as for the rest of the 49ers schedule, I'm going to pull that up real quick. Um, just kind of to give myself a reference. Uh, they finished out the season against the Commanders, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. Um, out of those three, I mean, they should win at least two of three with the amount of, uh, with the way that they're playing, if not all three, because, you know, the only reason I am hyping up one of the other teams because it's the commanders. And I think that they are, are a little bit of a um, overshadowed team this, this season um, just because uh, their division is stacked, but is it really, Um, which is conversation that has come up multiple times, but personally I would let, um, I would, I would wait and see how uh, Brock Purdy does over the next couple of weeks. Um, I would see how deep he goes into playoffs. Like if he loses in the first round, then maybe, uh, bring up the discussion of quarterbacks for next year. Um, but if, but I would say like if Brock Purdy wins the next three games, goes in the playoffs, wins two playoff games. And then even if he doesn't go all the way to the Super Bowl and leads them to the NFC championship, maybe he loses or maybe he wins. I mean, it, it really kind of depends on how well he does because like granted, like in Philadelphia, when they had Nick Foles, you know, big, you know, Eagles reference here. Um, when Nick Foles like went in towards the end of the season when Carson Wentz got hurt, um, he just kind of ran through the playoffs and then they won. I mean, there was a lot to it, obviously, but I mean, they got it done. But they didn't. I didn't. He 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 stayed the season afterwards, and then they didn't have him stick around. But it wasn't like he was going to be the starter. Um, I think Brock Purdy can solidify his spot as the second string. I mean, it's definitely hard to tell with Trey Lance because I don't think Trey Lance has really proved to me that he is anywhere close to competing for the top two spots, but also Brock Purdy has only played like two games. Um, but I think it really depends. I think it's a little too, too, too soon to call in my opinion. I think, I think if you give it some time, um, just kind of let him roll through the next couple of games, see how he does in playoffs. And um, if he leads you to a Super Bowl, whether you win or lose, it might be um, up for discussion because then at that point, you know, Brock Purdy's cheap. Trey Lance is cheap. It might be some young quarterbacks and you might not have a skill, but maybe you could pick up like a, like a Joe Flacco off, um, agency i don't know if his contract's up but like somebody like that's like just a third string that just kind of gives experience to the locker room a little bit doesn't necessarily have to start but um yeah i mean just just give him a shot um but i think it'll it's hard to tell but i think they might actually not bring back jimmy garoppolo next season i i it might be it might be too close to call where Where does he go um Probably because Houston's going to draft that quarterback um, in the first round. You, you pretty much already solidified that. Um, if if LA runs with either Matt Stafford or Baker, they're going to be fine. Um, I, I honestly, he would be. It would be very interesting to see how um, other teams 
dump some quarterbacks because you know um i don't think deshaun watson is playing that good might be might be worth a shot bringing him into cleveland uh he he has so much dead cap though who jimmy g or deshaun watson deshaun watson we'll trade him to another team like the broncos no one's gonna take that contract they guaranteed him like 50 million a year uh, then what about then like the broncos probably wouldn't be a good selection because russell wilson's on this tough contract right. too so you don't want to run with the broncos um i mean uh, who else really need i mean detroit Come i in. mean jared goff's okay i mean tyler or taylor or freaking heineke that's the thing the, okay. the commanders were interested in him but then they i think they pulled out at the last minute on it and decided to go with carson wentz wentz went down yeah. who i think he's healthy now he's just not that good heineke's been playing pretty well so they've been going with heineke but do you end up going with jimmy g i don't know where he ends up but i think he needs to be somewhere he should be starting somewhere do you think he could end up back in new england Yeah, I mean, I only I only say that just because I mean, they've been flip flopping quarterbacks all year with injuries and nobody's been really uh, playing. That's I, I would I'm just I'm just bringing that up. I mean, that's an interesting thought because they're talking about maybe Tom Brady going back to New England, but no one's really talking about uh, Jimmy G who uh, he played pretty well when Brady was suspended. So maybe New England brings him back you know he still has bill belichick there i mean it doesn't look like he's retiring or he's gonna get fired i mean it's bill belichick so um and i mean like mac jones i think zappy is a good quarterback i think i think they're they're like okay and good quarterbacks but like new england has always over the last like 10 15 years have been like an exclusively dominant team so to have a season where you're like six and six seven and six having like seasons where you don't make the playoffs is not normal for new england so I couldn't, I wouldn't rule it past them to not um, look into uh, maybe bringing Jimmy G in. I'm, I mean, they might not. I mean, there are still other teams that might, you know, just bail on some of their uh, quarterbacks. I mean, you just, you just don't really know. But I think New England could be a good spot for him. That I mean, yeah, because I'm not, I haven't bought into Mac Jones yet. I think I. Zapp, I don't think they gave Zappy a long enough chance. Yeah. Jimmy G to New England might be interesting, and I don't even have to do a jersey swap for that one. <laughs> I guess not, no. He's already been in it. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, here's the other big quarterback news. I don't know if you saw this, but the AFC East, we were, we were talking about the Patriots. The Jet. There's something going on with the Jets. Uh, Mike White's not starting this Sunday. Yeah, I, I did hear that he was out. I did hear that he's not playing. I don't. I didn't really read too much into it. I just read the headline. So, basically, um, they said the doctors have not cleared him from contact for the rib he, injury. Yeah, which he he did take a couple big hits, but now people are like, okay, what you guys said his ribs weren't broken. Is he just a little little beat up? And what's going on here? And some people are saying, no, this is just their excuse. They want to give Zach Wilson another chance. And Zach Wilson did earn the quarterback two spot back from Joe Flacco. He he got sent to the bottom of the depth chart, had to move himself back up to the starting spot. Uh, Robert Sala was defending him. He was like, hey, we got five wins with this guy as our quarterback. Um, there's He has things that the stat sheet don't show. What might, I mean... What do you do if you're Mike White here? 
I mean, you keep coming in and winning games, but it seems like every time you do well, something happens where you just get sent back down to QB2 position. Um. Well, so with Mike White, I feel like, um, yeah, I, th- I think that they're going to, you know, I don't necessarily know what's going on with the Jets. I don't know exactly what they're um, per se doing because, you know, obviously, you know, the rib injury and stuff. I mean, you don't want to push it, but also, like, if he's not cleared, like you have to go with um, who the backup is, and that would be Zach Wilson at this point. I don't think Zach Wilson's like a horrible quarterback. I don't think he is like some crazy, awesome quarterback that's going to do something amazing for the Jets. Uh, but I think he is enough to win them games, playoff games, maybe not as much. Um, but I don't know. I saw this one photo um, of Zach Wilson looking like all evil and stuff with his hood up. I, I don't. I don't know if you saw that, but it reminded everybody of um, Anakin Skywalker from Revenge of the Sith, and everybody was saying Zach Wilson revenge arc. He's basically the Anakin Skywalker now, and he's just gonna, he's he's pulling a. So now Mike White's hurt, and he's gonna just go off. Now I don't know if that's gonna necessarily be true. I I think that'd be really cool, just because you know I do like Star Wars, but um, <laughs> but but um, you know. I guess it's it's kind of it's kind of a little tough to call. Uh, another another tough one uh, to call. Um, kind of just got to play out how Zach Wilson does, um, and then you know if he does well, then maybe you'll have another discussion next week. Um, but as of right now, you got to run with you know Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. I mean, Joe Flacco is not that bad. So if, in the event that Zach Wilson plays garbage, then you just put Joe Flacco in and have him finish out the the game for you and then you you can go from there but um for mike white i mean if he's get if he's winning games and he's not given the opportunity i, I don't know when he was drafted i don't know what his contract was like was he drafted this year uh mike um, white is a fifth fifth round i believe of 2018 okay so more than likely his contract's going to be up soon so um whether it's next year or the following year um if he can go in and win games he can solidify himself as a solid backup somewhere else and then maybe even steal a starting point with a team that may just need a quarterback that can get them games. And Mike White has been looking really good over the last couple of weeks. I think the Jets would be really in poor taste to bench Mike White. But also, if you think that Zach Wilson can win you more games, obviously the idea for a team is going to be to win games, not necessarily like how, like you can throw 400 yards passing, like Kenny Pickett throwing 350 yards passing in the Buffalo Bills game, but no touchdowns. Like you know you can throw, but if you can't win the game, like it brings up that it brings up that conversation. Now Pickett, that was his like he was coming off of. I'm trying to remember what what week that was, but if he went in, no, it was his. I think it was his technically his first start. It was either his first start or one week after he had a concussion. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt with that. But, um, but, but yeah, I, I, I it's, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to give up on Mike White, but also like the way that the teams are running in that division right now, like, you know, Zappy, I think did really well. And then they just pushed him to the bottom of the list. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets do the same thing. I mean, my concern would more so be like how humbled, has Zach Wilson been by this? Because if you remember the, one of the main things that caused all of this was during, I believe the Patriots game, uh, neither team scored a touchdown until the very last play when 
Marcus Jones ran the ball back for a touchdown. Yeah. And he, he was asked, he said, do you feel like you have let your team your down. defense down by not putting up points? And he said, no. And that obviously made some people mad, made probably some of his teammates mad <clears throat> because he wasn't taking any responsibility. Um, and now these last few weeks, Mike White's been playing well. They've won games. He's There's been videos of the locker room where they're cheering like Mike White, Mike White, Mike White. And Zach Wilson's just sitting in the corner. Like he's witnessed all of that. Yeah. And that could have been him, but it wasn't because of a comment he made and a way he's been performing. So maybe, maybe he's got it all figured out. Maybe he's been humbled up. He's going to take some blame. He knows like it's a team sport. Listen, I, it's, it's one of those concepts where it's like, you want to make good relations with your team. Granted, like he's not going to play much with the defense, obviously, because he's on offense, but I mean, it's the same situation where it's like when they, when they talk about, um, like players and quarterbacks getting to know their offensive linemen. Like you don't want to, you don't want to make your offensive line mad, for example, because they're the ones protecting you. So like, and, and I mean that uh, this kind of goes off of it, but more or less like y- you want to build relationships with your team because they're going to have more of a drive to win because you, in the end, like regardless of whether you're on the, uh, the one side of the field or the other side of the field, like you are still like the big guy, like you are the commander of the offense and you are going to score the points unless the defense gets a pick six. So, um, and I mean, and I think that if Zach Wilson doesn't is like not humble enough. And I think if he start with him probably starting this week, I, I think that um it might cause some refraff in the locker room. It might not, might not go down the best way if Zach Wilson is still not humble. Now, do I think he could be humble after this? Maybe, um, I I don't think he might be humble. He might say that he's humble and he might say that, yeah, maybe I take that back or, and he'll go out there when, but, but like, if he can't like the way that I've seen him, like the way that I've, I've heard about like how he was raised and stuff. And maybe that's bad for me to think back on that because maybe that's just not (laughs) a a good way to look at it. But like, if you were raising, are you referring to the fact that he went to BYU? Well, no, not necessarily. Just kind of the fact that, like, he was always, like, in the spotlight. Like, he was always given the chance. Like, he was always kind of, like, he was never, like, like, other than this one time, like, he never had to be humble. So, like, I don't, I don't remember entirely, but I read an article where they were, where they were talking about um, him coming from roots where, uh, like, he, he never, he never got, he never had, nobody ever told him no. And so, Mm. in in this situation, if, if they're not going to, um, if they told him no, maybe it will be humbling for him. But if soon as more people start saying yes, he might just go back to his old ways. So I don't know. You really gotta you gotta play it out, and you gotta see how after this, like if he loses this week or if he wins this week, see how his uh, post game interview goes, more or less. See yeah, see how well, he how he see how he talks. See, let's well, they're playing MCDC in the Detroit Lions, so uh, we'll see how and they asked Dan Campbell how does this change your defense he's like it really doesn't we assumed he was going to play from the beginning <laughs> but um let's let's go into our picks for this weekend yeah um, cuz it's not there's games Sunday on Saturday and... there's games on Saturday and Sunday this week and, and you've got is the there schedule. is there a game on Monday by chance yeah 
yeah there's... okay so we'll talk yeah, about so... that on monday because oh, yeah it's the monday. we will talk about that on monday yeah but um but yeah let's let i'm going i'm doing a reference of my pickums uh not my college not my college bull pickums although i did do college bull pickums so um let's Purdue. go drew Brees I, is assistant coach purdue all the way i i don't know who i picked for that well we can talk about that not on this well i'll look right. at it afterwards all right so um so this week i'm just going to go down the list of the pickums um not really in specific order but um so first game um that i'm looking at is the colts versus the vikings in uh-huh. minnesota um i i personally just have the vikings just think they're the overall better team i mean not that the colts aren't but they're just not no, playing suck. that good the colts, the yeah. colts suck um yeah no i'm going vikings i, I don't think there's going to be an upset there i'd be very surprised yeah. no justin jefferson's chasing calvin johnson's record I'm, I'm going vikings on that um yeah so then the game after that so that was the one o'clock game tomorrow um and then there's a 4 30 game tomorrow between the ravens and the browns in cleveland um i'm going with cleveland on this one um i think uh lamar's oh. still yeah lamar's still out um you know they put up what it was 16 14 final against the steelers i think we easily could have won that game if mitchell trubisky wouldn't have thrown three interceptions i don't think baltimore is playing up to par and although cleveland doesn't have a solid quarterback that is playing well because deshaun watson is stinky um i do think since they're home and i think they have a little bit of momentum going into this game with an injured quarterback i think cleveland's going to pull out the win I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens because Tyler Huntley's starting for him on Sunday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. And last year he had people saying he might be a starter. He's a 2020 rookie, but, you know, uh, he's been a backup his whole life. He's got something to prove. He's coming out with a chip on his shoulder. Also, the Ravens need to win the North. They're still fighting with the Bengals for the North, so they're going to be uh, fighting hard. Uh, I'm going Ravens on this one. I don't see the Browns getting it done. I'd love for the Browns to win though, because then that would help you. Yeah. Um, All right. So next game would be uh, the big uh, Saturday night game between Miami and Buffalo. Uh, Another, another crazy pick according to pickums for me, but I'm going with Miami. Um, It might be a little tough to um, negotiate that, but you know, although that they, it looks like the dolphins did lose to the chargers. So yeah, they did lose to the chargers. I wanted to verify myself. Um, I still think Miami's a very good team. Um, they haven't been playing as um, intensive football last last couple of weeks, but um, I think with like an with like a night game, even if it's in Buffalo, um, the weather might come into a factor because obviously Miami, Buffalo, cold, warm, um, indoor outdoor arena. I can go on, but more or less, I think Buffalo is really good, and I wouldn't also be surprised with Buffalo winning. But I also have high hopes that Miami can pull this out, just because I still think they're a solid team, and they're gonna. Keep, it's gonna be a close game, but I think it's gonna be like by a field goal or something. I think Miami's I, I th- gonna get it done. I think they're both solid teams. Um, I'm gonna take the Bills on this one, though. Even though Josh Allen has been struggling a bit with his injury, I love Mike McDaniel. I love Tua. I love Tyreek. I love Jalen. Got that Penguin mm-hmm. power going on. I love everything that we've got going on in Miami. But the Bills defense is just so good. I mean, this Chargers, this Chargers defense has struggled, and they shut down to it. They that was not the same yeah. Miami offense that we saw, and so I'm I'm just saying I think that this Bills defense, which in my opinion is better than the Chargers defense, is going to shut down the Dolphins the same way the Chargers did, and the Bills are going to come out on top. Plus, they're going to have that weather advantage. 
Fair, fair. All right. So now into the Sunday games. Uh, we have um, this, the Falcons against the Saints. Um, and I picked the Saints for that one. Um, I mean, they're both very below average teams. But, I mean, I just think since New Orleans is home, more or less, I mean, there's really all that I'm going off of here is that the Saints are pretty much home. Because I think they're – I mean, Desmond Ritter is getting a start this week. Um, but I, I he's a rookie, first game. I, I just think the Saints are going to win. Uh, Desmond Ritter is getting his first start this week, and that's why I'm picking the Atlanta Falcons. Fair, fair. All right, um, Eagles and Bears. Um, there's not much to be said here. I'm going Eagles all the way. After blowing out yeah. the Giants, I feel like you you can't pick the Bears. Because the Giants I, were supposed I, to be I'm, I'm going Eagles. Um, they don't have Chase Claypool. They – yeah, the, the yeah. bear, the bear, yeah, the Eagles. All right. Um, then the Lions against the Jets. Um, I picked the Lions because um, the Lions are hot right now, and uh, they're six and seven with one win. They're going to be five hundred, and with Zach Wilson going back in, I think uh, Detroit is still one of the best worst teams in the NFL, and I think that they might actually make a run to, uh, you know, clinch a playoff spot. So I think they are going to beat the Jets this week. I think they're going to shut them down because I don't think Zach Wilson's ready for the Lions. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go Lions too. Um, really, really though, it's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to Sauce Gardner and Amonra St. Brown. If Sauce, because I, I am sure Sauce is gonna be an Amonra, so that's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. Um, yes. But yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go Lions. I'll go Lions. I believe. So, so I'm gonna go and look at the next game, which is the Steelers and Panthers. Um, looks like the favorite here is the Panthers. I'm just going to go with the Steelers just because why not, you know, always hometown boy, I always go with the Steelers, but, um, I mean, I, I think there's a possibility we could win this. There's also a very good possibility we lose with going in with a second or third string quarterback. Now, if we start Mason Rudolph, I think we'll win. If we start Mitchell Trubisky, even for the first half, I think we're going to lose. So, so kind of 50, 50 for me for that game. I'm going to go Panthers just cause I can't pick the Steelers and this is kind of a toss up. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, and then there's there's just a lot of games. Jeez Louise, I forgot nobody's on buy anymore. Um, Cowboys play the Jaguars. Um, I I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I mean, I think the Jaguars are good. They're doing better. Um, but I don't think they're gonna beat the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys. I'm gonna go Jaguars. They're hot. Gonna pick my underdog. You know what? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Why is this? No. 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 I'm not trying to win a trip to go to see the Super Bowl. I was trying to pull up the Pro Bowl picks while I was going oh. through this, but because because I kind of like to get a reference of everybody. Okay, um, Chiefs and Texans. Um, uh, I, I don't think there should be much to be said about this one. Um, Chiefs Chiefs by like twenty five. Chiefs. And then uh, and then the four o'clock games are the Cardinals and Broncos. Um, I think the Broncos are going to win. It's, it's very weird, but yeah, I think the Broncos are going to win. Um, Patriots and Raiders. Um, Looks like this could be a, a, a it's right now on a pick 'em scale it's it's kind of almost a toss up but I'm going with the Patriots. Um, still think they're the the better team than the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. Patriots. Patriots. Um, CBS has them at a one point spread right now. Mm. But I'm gonna go Patriots. Okay. Um, also, real quick, it looks like the pro games ballot has closed. So. Um, can't even look at the ballot right now but um but that's okay so we'll, we'll we'll look back on it later but i just wanted to say that's why i couldn't bring up the voting anyway uh titans play chargers um i'm just gonna go with i put chargers down titans came off of a 
tough loss. Um, don't think uh, I think the Chargers are uh, you know coming off of a win, so I think that they're yeah, uh, we'll go, they're going to keep it hot. Go Chargers. And then uh, the Bengals play the Buccaneers in Tampa. Um, I think the Bengals are going to win that one. Uh, they are Vita Vea is out. Yeah, and Tampa the... Bay looks horrible. So, um, Bengals are about to win with our second stringers because Trent and Irwin's been lighting it up. Uh, Trey Hendrickson might be out, but that's okay. We do, we need them, but they're going to be rested up for the playoffs when we may return to the Super Bowl and win this time. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I was just going to say the Buccaneers got blown out by the 49ers and Brock Purdy. I, they're just not the same team. Um, I'll be very surprised if they end up pulling out the division. But then again, that division stinks. Um, Giants and Commanders, I'm going with the Commanders. Giants looked like butt last week, um, and I still think the Commanders are looking pretty hot. So I think the Giants are coming off of a loss. They're playing in Washington, and uh, that's our last game until Monday. But who do you pick for that game? Uh, I'm going to go with Commanders. It, I mean, kind of looks like Saquon has hit a wall in the way he's been playing. Daniel Jones hasn't been able to step up. They're, the Giants' top receiver is a guy that I can't remember the name of right now. Mm. So um, we're going to run over, but let's uh, do our Pro Bowl picks for running back. Yes. So I believe – did you go first for quarterbacks? Um, I believe I did, yes. I think, you did. Um, so, yeah, so I think you should get the, the, get the first pick. That's what I was thinking too. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who not many expected to do well this season – who who was denied his fifth-year option. But then he was like, well, I'm going to have a 300-yard all-scrimmage game, and I'm going to be leading the league in rushing. And we share the same name. It's Josh Jacobs. So that's my guy. Yeah, you know what? I would have picked him, too. I, I think he, um, I think he's a very, very competitive running back, and he looks – he looks solid every single game, and he fights. in this this is his third week in a row where he's been listed as questionable, but still expected to play. So he is a beast. Mm-hmm. He's fighting through injuries. Um, personally, uh, my pick, um, long time, uh, long time favorite of mine. You know, I, I love me uh, the the Los Angeles Chargers running backs. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, my boy Austin Eckler. I do um, like Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a good pick. Yeah, I, I think he's just he just looks really good. I think he is a big key component of their uh, offense. And um, although the team record doesn't really show, I mean, then again, Josh Jacobs playing for the five and eight Raiders, I guess, doesn't show it either. But I, I think he's a very key component. I think he's very good. So. Yeah, Eckler's, Eckler's a good dude. That's a good yeah, pick. absolutely. I'm gonna go with. Ooh, okay. I think I'm gonna go Jonathan Taylor. Because, he, interesting, yeah, I I know, I know, he hasn't gotten a lot of touches, but that means he's going to be extra healthy for the Pro Bowl. Um, he okay, could, <laughs> he could be a top, he could be a top rusher. Um, he's fast, he's quick. That's going to help us in the flag football game. I'm going, I'm going, uh, Jonathan Taylor. All right, um, this guy that I, I'm picking, um. Also, very, very. I think he's played very solid this year. Um, although having to be traded to a second team might be a little tough, but I think Christian McCaffrey has been uh, pulling some uh, some strong, strong guys. So those are my uh, three running backs. So Christian Mc. Or two. That's only two. Two. Yeah, not three. Yeah, but that's my second running back choice is Christian McCaffrey. Darn. I was hoping. So. I was hoping you would forget about forget Christian. About how him. can how can I forget about Christian McCaffrey? 
How can I forget about him? I, I don't know. I just was like, I think he's going to go with someone else. And I'm going to pick the guy who I thought you were going to go with because... No. Okay. Uh... I don't know. He's, he's a big, strong guy. I don't know if they're going to allow him to shove people to the ground in the flag football game and stiff arm, but going to go Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Um, he's beast. So I, I, I'll give you that one. I, I was um, hoping you'd pick him over Christian McCaffrey, but nah, man, I mean, uh, Derrick Henry, he's been solid for me in um, the, the running back position this year in fantasy, but I mean, Christian McCaffrey, he, he, Christian McCaffrey was the reason I lost, uh, right before going in, going in cold to playoffs in all four of my leagues because of mm. one game with Christian McCaffrey. But unfortunate. But my um my final pick um uh, a running back that I think is it tick. I don't know if he's necessarily overlooked, but not somebody that's always in the the mentions. But I think needs a little bit more uh, recognition just because not only has he done really good this year, I think, and he's not who I expected to be really good, but um he's been doing good for me in fantasy. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he's been um, he's been very consistent. I Other than last week, he had like three points um, in fantasy, but he also got hurt. Um, as long as he can bounce back from that, I it's my pick, man. He's He's been a solid running back this year, and I, I just feel like not a lot of people are talking about him as much. I mean, they are, but it's just always overlooked by the Christian McCaffreys and the Derrick Henrys and the josh jacobs and etc etc um but i i think he's a solid running back and i think he needs a lot more recognition than he has okay i guess i guess we'll see how many of these guys actually make it into the pro bowl but uh this i I need to make the little graph to post on the instagram but now real quick do you know by chance when they announced the pro bowl like no. like the um like the rosters okay because I was gonna say since the ballot is closed I'm hoping that they don't announce it like next week because that would kind of suck but um well because... we could that'll help us pick guys who are actually in the Pro Bowl ah oh, yeah of course <laughs> we'll just make it easier I guess yeah but that being said uh that's gonna be all for today's show thank you everyone for listening I got my podcast class results back and they were like. Your on-person persona or your in-person persona is the same as your on-mic persona. And you should try making them different. I was like, no, that's that's the whole point. I don't want them to be different. I want to be the same person. Why change yourself for a show? Right. Yeah. So I want to be myself. So thank you to all those people who are supporting my authentic self. Um, if you want to continue to support my authentic self. The Instagram mm-hmm. is no butts underscore show. Twitter, Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. It is there where you get my truly authentic self, especially on game day when I rant about refs and such. And uh, the email for the show is bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com if there's anything you want us to talk about. That's going to be it for today. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. Getting a bit closer to Christmas, so uh, make sure you're not you don't find yourself on the naughty list. Yes, sir. Well, have everyone a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya.